The Party and Party Discipline. Selected reading from The Communist, the former theoretical organ of the Communist Party USA, and the current theoretical organ of the Party of Communists USA. The Party and Party Discipline by V. I. Lenin. Quote, not a single class in history achieved power without putting forward its political leaders and prominent representatives who were able to organize the movement and lead it. We must train people who shall devote to the revolution not only their spare evenings, but their whole lives. We must set up organizations so strong as to be able to introduce strict division of labor in the various forms of our work, end quote, the immediate tasks of our movement, 1900. Quote, the ideal communist must not be merely a trade union secretary, but a tribune of the people, able to react to every manifestation of tyranny and oppression no matter where it takes place and which class it affects. We must be able to generalize all these manifestations into a single picture of police violence and capitalist exploitation. We must be able to take advantage of the most insignificant event in order to expound to all our communist convictions and our democratic demands in order to explain to all the world the historical magnificence of the proletarian struggle for emancipation. We must go among all classes of the population as theoreticians, propagandists, agitators, and organizers, all bowing before the spontaneity of the mass movement merely prepares the ground for the conversion of the labor movement into an instrument of bourgeois democracy. Without a revolutionary theory, there can be no revolutionary movement. Only a party guided by an advanced theory can fulfill the functions of the vanguard. End quote. What is to be done? 1902. Quote, it is far better that ten people who carry on work shall not call themselves members of the party, real workers do not hunt for titles, than that one chatterbox shall have the right to be a member of the party. End quote. Speech at the Second Congress of the Russian Social Democratic Labor Party in Discussion of Party Rules. 1903. Quote, Politics is a science and an art which does not drop from the skies and which cannot be gotten for nothing, and that the proletariat, if it wishes to overcome the bourgeoisie, must create for itself its own proletarian, quote-unquote, class politicians, as capable as bourgeois politicians. End quote infantile sickness of quote-unquote leftism in communism, English edition, Moscow, 1920. Quote, the negation of party and party discipline. This is what the opposition has talked itself into. 
And this is equivalent to disarming the proletariat in favor of the bourgeoisie. It is akin to petty bourgeois looseness, instability, incapacity for harmonious action, which, if given encouragement, must reduce every proletarian revolutionary movement to naught. To reject party structure from the viewpoint of communism means to leap from the eve of the capitalistic overthrow, not to the initial or middle stages of communism, but to its highest phase. End quote. Infantile sickness of quote-unquote leftism in communism. English edition, Moscow, 1920. Quote, the dictatorship of the proletariat is a resolute, persistent struggle, sanguinary and bloodless, violent and peaceful, military and economic, pedagogical and administrative, against the forces and traditions of the old society. The force of habit of the millions and tens of millions is a formidable force. Without a party of iron-tempered strength, Without a party possessing the confidence of all that is honest in the given class, without a party capable of observing the disposition of the masses and of influencing them, the conduct of such a struggle is impossible. To defeat the great centralized bourgeoisie is a thousand times easier than to defeat, quote, millions and millions of small owners who in their daily imperceptible, intangible, but democratizing activities achieve the very results desired by the bourgeoisie, which restore the bourgeoisie. Whoever in the least weakens the iron discipline of the party of the proletariat, especially during its dictatorship, aids in fact the bourgeoisie against the proletariat. End quote. Inventile sickness of quote-unquote, leftism in communism, English edition, Moscow, 1920. Quote, it proves that unqualified centralization and the strictest discipline of the proletariat are among the principal conditions for the victory over the bourgeoisie. End quote. Infantile sickness of quote-unquote, leftism in communism, English edition, Moscow, 1920. Quote, Upon what rests the discipline of the revolutionary party of the proletariat? How is it tested? Controlled? How is it reinforced? Strengthened? Firstly, by the consciousness of the proletarian vanguard and by its devotion to the revolution, by its steadiness, spirit of self-sacrifice and heroism. Secondly, by its ability to mix with the toiling masses, to become intimate with, and to a certain extent, to fuse itself with the proletarian masses primarily, but also with the non-proletarian toilers. Thirdly, by the soundness of political leadership carried out by the vanguard and by correct political strategy and tactics. Based on the idea that the workers, from their own experience, may convince themselves of the soundness of this political leadership, strategy, and tactics.
Without all these conditions, discipline in a revolutionary party, really capable of being a party of the advanced class whose object is to overthrow the bourgeoisie, is impossible of realization. Without these conditions, all attempts to create discipline result in empty phrases, in mere contortions. On the other hand, these conditions will not arise suddenly. They are created through long, painstaking labor and hard, bitter experience. The creation of these conditions is facilitated by correct revolutionary theory, which in its turn is not dogmatic, but which forms itself in its finality only through close connection with the practice of the truly mass and truly revolutionary movement. End quote. Infantile sickness of quote-unquote leftism in communism. Page 5, English edition, Moscow, 1920. Only the Communist Party, if it is indeed the vanguard of the revolutionary class, if it contains the best representatives of this class, if it consists of fully class-conscious and loyal communists, enlightened and experienced in stubborn revolutionary struggles, and if it has managed to link itself up inseparably with the whole life of its class and through it with the whole mass of the exploited, and has won the complete confidence of this class and of this mass, only such a party is capable of leading the proletariat in the ruthless, decisive, and final struggle against all the forces of capitalism. On the other hand, only under the guidance of such a party can the proletariat unfold to the utmost the mighty power of its revolutionary attack, remove the inevitable apathy and even resistance of a small minority of the aristocracy of labor, the old trade unionist and cooperative leaders, etc., who have been corrupted by capitalism. Only under such leadership will it be able to release its strength to the utmost extent, in view of the economic structure of capitalist society, which is far greater than the proportion it represents in the whole population. End quote. Theses on the Fundamental Task of the Second Congress of the Communist International, 1920. Quote, the discussion which took place prior to the Congress was sufficiently extensive. Out of minor differences and disagreements arose large ones, as always happens when relatively minor mistakes are made, when these mistakes are insisted upon, and when every resistance is put up against their being corrected or when people who make important mistakes clutch at minor mistakes committed by one or a few people. This is how disagreements and quote-unquote splits always break out. There is an objective logic of the factional struggle which inevitably leads even the best people, if they persist in their wrong attitude, to a position that is actually not to be distinguished from unprincipled demagogy. The whole history of factional struggles teaches this. For that reason, 
we must study not only the abstract points of disagreement, but also their concrete development and change in the various stages of the struggle. End quote. The Crisis in the Party, 1921. We are a party fighting under conditions of acute difficulties. We must say to ourselves, unity must be durable. The definite deviations must be condemned. Insofar as it has been observed, it must be fully revealed and discussed. But a theoretical discussion is one thing. The political life of the party, a political struggle, is another thing. We are not a debating society. Of course we can publish collections of articles, special pamphlets, etc., and will do so. But we must combine in a single force. Thank you for listening to this reading from the People's School of Marxist-Leninist Studies. Support us at newoutlookpublishers.net, join us on Discord, follow us on Twitter, and visit peopleschool.org to sign up for free classes.